today's episode is kind of a a deep concept, but it's probably the most important uh, practical um, thing, which is very hard to reach. Okay, that's how I'm going to define it. Very practical thing that we got to live with and do all the time, every single day. Uh, around it, it goes around everything we do. And that's lishma. You probably heard the word lishma, doing it for like the right purpose. That's again, I'm not lishma for its sake, if you want to, for its per, its purpose. You know what I mean? If you literally translate lishma for its name, okay? Lishma, Shem is a name. But when we say, like, let's say learning Torah lishma, um, so we're going to try to understand today, what does that mean? Doing it for its sake, right? We always we always are told, right? In yeshiva, Europe, or in seminary, wherever you are, you've been told to do it for the right purpose. Lishma, you need to do things with pure intention. So uh, today we're going to talk about that. So let's start, obviously, with questions. You know, what motivates people in this world is, um, you know, there's a lot of things that motivate people, okay? And and this, this episode is not about motivation. You know, even before you get to things that motivate you, the base of, um, of motivation sits on that you have some result out of your actions, right? I don't know if, if I tell you, just build a pyramid and it's going to sink in the, in the sand, right? You're, gonna, you're not going to have any purpose in what you're doing. You're going to lose. You're not going to be motivated, right? right? Even before you get to like fancy schmancy motivation stuff, first of all, you need to have some outcome, some result. You know, uh, you know people in the Holocaust lost their taste of life, and we know that also in Mitzrayim, you, they lost the, the taste of life because of this, because they were doing things that they realized there was no purpose. There was a, um, I know a, a very chash of a rabbi in New York, Rabbi Dembitzer, I work for him in a, in, in a camp, Camp Tashbar, and I think he told me this story about, if I'm not mistaken, his father, yeah. His father was in the Holocaust, was a Holocaust survivor. I hope I remember this correctly. And they were in a place that the Nazis um, made them work. It was a, it was a, you know, a labor camp. They made them bring stones, heavy stones. Um, all they had to bring it from like the bottom of the mountain to the top of the mountain, right? So you know. And normally you would you would make like a crane or something like ropes and bring up the you know it was like a cliff. Instead of that, what the Nazis did, they built steps. They make they made them build steps. There were like hundreds of steps going up. They have it till today. I don't remember the name of the place. And they would make them day and night, carry rocks up and down, up and down, up and down, and and a lot of people unfortunately, would, you know, Hashem Yerachim, I think, you know, maybe fall. I don't know if it was on purpose or, you know, you can't really know. But definitely they lost their their their, cheshik, their, their, their will to live. Because when you're doing something with no purpose, like, you can lose it. I don't know if I mentioned it on this show. I, 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 uh, another story I heard, I don't know how, how real the story is, but there was a story in Siberia, they sent to some. To, they sent someone to a sentence in Siberia, and they put him in this cave, this round cave. And they told him, "Listen, you're gonna live down here in this round cell, and you're gonna push this this big bar. There was a, like a bar there that he had to push around all day. And they told him, "Listen, this is." turning the windmill and it's making, you know, wheat or whatever, they would grind stuff or make water, pump, I don't know exactly what it was. 
So the story goes that he was spent like five years going around all day and, you know, sleeping in between. And after five years, they took him out and he said, can I see like the, this big windmill that I was pushing for the last five years? So they take him out and like, ha ha, there was nothing there. He sees like a little, the, the bar just goes around and around and did nothing. And the story goes that he shot himself. He was like, he killed himself. Because a person cannot bear this thought. You cannot spend your life doing something with no result. You know, even people that, that go on vacation all day, and at least they, the result is that they have some pleasure, even if they're not doing much, right? Yeah. But they have pleasure. Sometimes they, they're they not doing the... anything is the pleasure, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but anything in life, if you do it, if nothing happens from it, then what am I even doing here? It's not... You know, like everything person does, he wants something to happen from it. Exactly. Even if you're not, you know, going to gain or anything, let's say you're at work or and you're just doing some random thing that has nothing to do with you and won't influence you, but you're doing it, but you're getting money at the end of the day. So, so like right, everything is for yourself, a purpose. You, you feed yourself, so. to buy clothes, a place to live. Like everything you do, like has to have a purpose. Just tell, oh, just go do something. You won't get any money. Nobody's going to gain from it. Nothing's going to happen. It's just literally for no reason. Why should I do it? Like nobody. And even if you are going to go do it for a little bit, then like you won't have the motivation. You won't do it so well. You won't make sure that everything, like let's say you're building something, right? So if you're building for a purpose, someone's going to live there. You're going to live there. Or you're going to make money off of it or right. whatever you're going to be gaining. So you're going to make sure it's perfect. It's good. Like you want it like at the end, you look at it, you're like, wow, it's so beautiful. But if you can say, oh yeah, just build a house for two days later, we're just going to break it just like for no reason. So not going to be, you know, make sure everything is perfect and go over it. You're just going right. to, you know, like, well, lose what am I doing here? It. It's right. not, yeah. There's no, you lose the purpose. You're, you're reminding me, you're reminding me. Once in the, I read, I don't remember where, but this guy got into a world record, you know, in, in the Guinness. He broke a record. What did he do? He he would take, I think he took a type, uh, a, uh, a typing machine or something like that, and he would type in numbers, like one click. He would make a paper, two, three, million with all the numbers, like million and one, million and two, million and three, <laughs> two million and one. He got to the, like this incredible number. I don't know, a very high number. Okay. And he got into the Guinness record. And I was thinking to myself, man, this guy got to be bored out of his mind. Yeah. Why would he do this? How, how, cause, and I was thinking to myself, like, I know the rule. Every person does something with the result. Like, what's the point of counting on a paper to the millions? What's the point? And then it hit me. It was like, yep, he wanted to get into the world. He that was the result, that getting the into purpose, the Guinness, yeah. <laughs> into the book. Yeah, you know, so that was his result. Do, like, okay, yep. everyone has a re but at least for him it was a result because if you wouldn't have this result, getting into the in the Guinness uh, record, he wouldn't do it. He would lose even this, yeah, Michigan <laughs> typing numbers. But yep. uh, you know. Um, so you, so, okay. So we're starting with this obvious, I think everyone in the world will agree to this point that, um, that you want to see some result, right? So we're going to start now. We're going to get some, we're going to get a little bit Jewish. Let's, let's go oh. into the Rambam. There's a Rambam at the end of, uh, Sanhedrin, the last parak, parak Helik, where a lot goes on in that parak. If you're familiar with that parak. Where it talks about Mashiach, it talks about Tchiasameisim. A lot of Emuna stuff are uh, based a lot on um, Perikhelik. The Rambam actually, this piece that I'm talking leads to um, talking about the 13 foundations Ikrim of Emuna, the 13 foundations of Emuna. So he, Rambam has an introduction over there, and that's where we want to, that's where we're making a lot of money today. The Rambam starts with, with, um, with this point that we're talking about, Raiti, I'm just going to quote a little, just the opening. Raiti ledaberkan beikarim rabim beemuna gdolim nechbadim admoi. Hevaya yodea ki baalei atora nechlekud deotem betova shetagia laadam baasiyat amitzvot shetzivano bahem Hashem idbarach. The Rambam says, you see, a lot of people have a lot of different ideas. Okay, 
um, what will be the tova, what will be the good, the result that will come out of all your hard work here in this world? Meaning, we're not talking about wasting time or going on a cruise, you know, or, you know, just working to make money. We're talking even if when you're when you're doing meaningful stuff, what we consider meaningful, charity, chesed, right? Uh, learning Torah, um, making the world a better place, or whatever you want to put in the title. <clears throat> at the end of the game, at the end of the day, what will be the sahar? We know that we're doing everything, right? For some result, what is that result? I mean, if we're here, if we're working hard, if this world has a purpose, it must lead to some result. So what is that result? Uh, and and a lot of people, the Ramam starts saying a lot of different ideas that a lot of people have. And they mishmash, they get it all wrong, says the Rambam. And the Ramam splits it into, I think, yeah, into five kitot, five groups of people. I'm just going to go quickly and, and see, like, you know, if you find yourself one of the, one in one of these classes and one of these katot uh, in these groups, so, um, yeah, that's not the purpose, and it's not the result that we're looking for. So the first um, kat, says the Ramam, they think that what is the good that you're going to get at the end of the day, that all your work and all your labor, everything, your purpose, where are you going to get at the end? You're going to get to a place that there is eating and drinking, with no hard work, free, you're, you're, you're going to be in what they, you know, what, what Goyim used today as paradise. You know, when they say the word paradise, it's like, it's just a place that I don't need to work hard. I'm just going to sit down, chill, relax, eat some grapes, and the sun will shine on me, and I'm just going to have a good time. Just enjoy life a bit. Right, there will be, he says, the Ramam even continues, he says, they have beautiful stone houses, meaning like, you know, not like things that will fly in the typhoon and the next typhoon, like nice settled houses. And beautiful beds and rivers of wine. And oils, meaning perfume. Okay, some people have that idea. They think, and um, I think it's like, again, this is only the first group. It gets much better. But um, I personally know, you know, definitely non-Jews that have this kind of idea. When you say, like, you try to, listen, they they look at at least at religious people that they're hoping one day they're going to get to in utopia like a place that everything is just wonderful. And there's pleasures. There's no limits of pleasures. You just enjoy life and never get, you never get sick of it. You just have a good time. And what is the bad that will come? Okay, right? If you don't do the right thing, if you're an evil person, let's say, give you the opposite fire. It's a place full of suffering. They're going to burn you in a stake and they're going to put you in a boiling hot who knows what. And um, and uh, if you got that one. And, and they have a bunch of descriptions of the opposite of this wonderful, pleasurable world. Okay? That's group number one, says the Ramam. They're like totally caught in the physical aspect of of that sahar about of of that reward okay or punishment okay the second group says that they think that the good thing is that mashiach will come okay ready for this mashiach will come and in those times when mashiach comes everyone's like angels living forever and they're going to be huge strong and we're going to conquer the world and um and that Mashiach will live forever, and uh, the, 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 the land will grow clothes and bread. And 
And what will be the bad, the bad guy, the bad guy that needs to get a punishment? He won't be there. Okay? You hear this? That I also know some people that, that, you know, they don't put their head so much into this topic. So they think that, um, you know, you're working right now hard because one day there's this thing called Mashiach, this guy. He's going to come on a donkey or in a, limous- or in a white limousine and he's going to make the world perfect place and uh, it's all good. We're going to be powerful. We're going to live forever. We're going to have a good time. And whoever is not won't be there. Sorry to tell you. Mm, strike two. Wrong. Also, the sec- that's the second group. Third group is they think that the good thing is they say that um, human will live after he dies and he's going to get back with his family. I'm sure you heard this, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, in the future, you're going to see him, all your all the people that die. Again, these are people that think that that is the reward. That's the final endgame. That's my whole purpose of life for that. Okay? Mm-hmm. Just to per- put things in perspective. perspective. And he won't die anymore. And he's going to live with his family and have a good time. What's the bad thing? That he will die and he won't live. There won't be afterlife. I'm sure you heard the word afterlife. So that's another idea. That's the third group that people think that you're just going to die and then you're going to wake up with your family and live forever. Okay? That's my result. That's my purpose. That's what I'm doing it for. Okay? And the Ramam says they're going to bring psukim that sounds like that. They're going to be psuk like this. It says, I'm going to live this, that. Obviously, of course, there's we need to explain. We actually explained in a previous episode, right, about we know it's the Iker, and we, of course, we believe in There's no doubt about that. But the Ramam is saying that people think that that is your purpose, that you're going to die, and then you're going to live after your death, and whoever is a bad person won't live. Fourth group, they think that um, when you do mitzvahs, and when, you, when, you're, when you're a good person, you're going to have you're going to be in this world, it's just it's going to be a world of prosperity. I would call it what people call today utopia. We're going to live Everything is going to be all dandy, beautiful, flowers, beautiful. Everything will be great. There will be peace. And we're going to have our king, and we're going to rule whoever's, you know, we're going to have the power, as they say. And the bad thing will be, the the the, the punishment will be, is like we're suffering today in Golos. Like the bad people, we're going to still live oppressed and everyone. And there will be a place that it's all good, and we have our sovereignty, our, 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 you know, our safe, our safe spot. Um, that's the fourth group. The fifth group is uh, people that mishmash all these things together. Kind of, they make a salad of all the above. <laughs> they, they, they want it all. <laughs> they want it all exactly. Mashiach will come. Then there will be tchesamesim. Everyone's going to go into Gan Eden, which we said is not entirely true, because Gan Eden is connected to this world. Sorry, Kolimot Olam. And it's all going to be good. But they mixed all the things together. Where they say we're going to, Hashiach will come, it will be Tchias Amazing. And he goes on, the Rambam. As you get the idea, the Rambam says, but they're not talking about the world to come, the Olam Haba. So we're not going to go into Olam Haba right now, because that we did already in the in the previous episode of Olam Haba. I hope you heard the hope, uh, that that episode before this one, because then you're going to get the full picture. But even if you didn't hear it yet, after the episode, go listen to it. But uh, even if you still didn't hear it, so but they don't put in the concept of the world to come of the of Olam Haba. 
meaning they're they're making this these different descriptions, these five groups that make all kinds of they have all kinds of ideas. What is the reward? What is the end game? What are, what is my purpose that I'm doing all this? And the Ramam says they're all wrong. That's not the purpose. Sorry, if you're if you're one of the people in the group, I used to be one of the people in the group. I didn't put my head to, into it when I was a when I was a youngster. And, and it's really hard to get when when we're gonna solve this problem. It's not something so simple to get, but um, but the Ramam says definitely not. Just these pleasures and utopian good world and. That's not the purpose. You know why? Says the Raman. Raman brings here a um, a mushal. Okay? Says, you're a teacher. Okay? And you have a kid that uh, you want to you wanna teach him skills. You want to teach him Gemara. You want to teach him uh, Torah. You, and, and, you know, it's hard. It's hard to learn. It's hard to learn and grow. And you need to motivate him. Right? So what do you do to a kid, to a little kid, to motivate him? What do you give him? You give him some type of prize, some type of reward, some candy. If you candy. do this, you're gonna go money. Yeah. Interesting. You're saying candy. The the Rambam at, at his time there was no candy, so he says a gozim and devash and mm-hmm. sweets, right? Yeah. So something that he wants, something that he, you know, would basically would want to get. So you know that would be his motivation to go and do it. Like he said, you know, if you have a Reward it would push you to go do something. So if you say, hey, you know, if you learn this and that, if you make a yeah, sim, if you finish bean. that, get a jelly bean, you get a zero, <laughs> or even like a trip, or like what, whatever it is, but kind of something to look forward to. Exactly. You know, there's the Rebbe's that have, they bring these tiny little candies, like, you know, the uh, jelly beans or even smaller than that. And like, they, for a good question and everything, they would give these little sweets, right? That motivates kids. Yeah. It motivates kids. Why? Because a kid has a very clear understanding that candy is good. That's like super clear to him. That's, it couldn't be get more clear, right? And um, the Gemara is not clear to him. So if you tell him, listen, you get the Gemara, you get the candy, he's like, boop, he has a switch in his head, he's going to go do the Gemara because, says the Rambam, because he sees the candy. Yeah. So now let me ask you a question, Israel. Why is this kid learning Gemara? For the candy. You heard what you said. I mean, pretty obvious, right? Yeah. But there's something very deep in what you just said. He's not learning Gemara. He doesn't want to learn Gemara. He wants a candy. And I think this is where Mitach Shalai Lishma Balishma. Okay, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about Mitach Shalai Lishma Balishma. But right now, take this kid. What is his purpose of that is in the action of learning Gemara? To get the candy. To get the candy. So he has no Gemara in mind. He doesn't care about the Gemara, in a sense. Again, I'm, I'm going extreme a little bit on the case. I know there's mixed cases. He wants a little bit this, a little bit of this. He doesn't understand that there's some good in Gemara. But let's go extreme. A kid that has no cheshik to learn Gemara, he doesn't want to learn. You give him a candy, and he goes and learns, right? You've yeah. seen it. I've, you've done it. I've done it, right? We we sometimes were when when we were kids, you were not motivated, and when you heard about a prize or a candy, it motivated you. Now I'm talking about a, a real little kid that candies really speak to them, right? I'm talking about a really young kid, a five year old, right? Four year old candy really talks to them. Okay, soon we're gonna the Ramam is gonna okay. That's the whole point where we're getting to. But I just want to focus for a second on what you said. Will you agree right now that this kid is cares less about Gemara in a way? He cares about candy. He's doing this, l'shem candy, not for the sake of learning Gemara. Yeah, yeah obviously there are always going to be those kids that, that are going to do it for the Gemara. But, uh, but yeah, but... Mm, I'm, ta- I'm talking about a kid that doesn't right, have, the, the a, have any motivation kid, for right. Gemara. Right, the average, right. Yeah, a lot of kids... They no, I'm saying even know, take a specific kid that's that's... That's he doesn't want to learn Gemara, and you give him a candy, and he learns. So he's doing it for the candy. We all yeah. agree, right? Yeah. Okay. Now bring that example. You know, kick it up to a ten-year-old. Okay, a ten-year-old. Okay, candy. He he got over it. 
he got over the excitement. Candy's still playing a role. It's still good, but you got to up it, up the game. Now you want, and also you're demanding more from him, right? So you, you want him to learn. And when he was a kid, he was learning Chumash. I said Gemara. Um, now you're asking him to learn Gemara, which is harder, right? Yeah. So what are you going to reward him with? Not a lollipop. Come on. That's not going to do it. You yeah. tell him, if you learn the Daf Gemara, you're going to get a jelly bean. Mm, not going to do it anymore. But if you tell him you're going to get a drone, a uh-huh. um, go to a baseball uh, game uh, or some uh, big, uh, yeah, some on a trip somewhere that he really wants to go. Exactly. You up the, the, the game over here. You give him a prize. So that's going to talk. That's going to motivate him, right? And he's going to go learn the Dafkamar. Agree? Yeah. yeah. Agree. Is he, is he doing it for the purpose of learning Gamar? Still not. No, he's doing it to go to the game. He's doing it to get the drone. He's doing it to get the prize. He's the same five-year-old. It's the same machine. <laughs> it's the same brain working. Just we just up the game. Mm-hmm. Fine. Let's go up. Let's go to. Let's skip to a, a twenty-year-old. Okay, so uh, um, a, a trip, uh, going to a game or something is not playing on the twenty-year-old, right? He can go by himself. You ask him now to finish a masechta. Right, and he doesn't want to learn. He's he's not motivated to learn a masechas or to to achieve something in his life or to work on a mida or to whatever it is. Uh, of, of but getting to something that that needs a lot of a lot of work to be a better person, like we said, whatever that means. So now you need to up the game, right? Yeah, right. You need to promise him a trip give to him? Europe or a trip to America or exactly. to Israel, depends on where you live. Yeah, exactly. You might need to, you need a, you need to up the game over here. You need a promise, you know, driving license. Uh, I mean, that's in Israel. Yeah, in, in America. <laughs> but uh, give him, in America, it's give him a car. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? You're going to have to up the game. Is it true? Yep. Now he's going to go learn the Masechta. Masechta. We're talking about the same thing. Again, he doesn't want to learn Masechta, whatever, achieve that. You give him a car, so right now he's doing it for the purpose of getting a car. It's still the same child, just it grew. That child became a a, a, a big one. Yeah, I don't know. I, I do think, so mostly when he's a kid, you know, obviously much less, but when it gets older, especially, you know, 18-year-olds, 20-year-olds, even if they, you know, they're not learning, oh, I don't want to, you know, they don't care about it, but then you promise them, let's say, a trip somewhere or a car or whatever it is, and they go and learn it, even though, right, they're doing it for that trip, but at the end of the day, they're like, if they would 100% just not care about Kumar, they're not interested in it, usually they wouldn't do it no matter what you would promise them. Like you once, once so? they get older. Right? What if a guy, yeah, no, you're right. Oh, so to For learn sure, a little yeah. bit, whatever, to go there half a year, make a see, I'm learning this and that. It's obviously, it's coming like they want to learn. They want to that. They just need someone, something to motivate them a little bit, to give them that push to actually But why go is he do doing it? it? He's doing it because of the motivation. Otherwise, the, he the wouldn't do it. The motivation is helping him do it. I think, like, we, when, uh, you know, younger kids, you're right, even age 14, 15, and that, they're like, uh, you know, obviously, every kid is different. But, uh, but No, it's I'm very talking about easy. a 20, 22-year-old. 22-year-old, I think it's mm-hmm. very hard to find what? someone who just, like... No, I'm taking a specific care. kid, that a specific 22-year-old person, that what motivates him is the trip to Europe. What motivates him to do what he's doing is that reward that he's getting. Right, like, th- right, that's what I'm saying. That's so what gives him the, the last push, but it's not that, like, when he's sitting and learning, like, he he wants that, he's doing it. It's just very hard for him, so, you know, kind of gives him the extra motivation to, but, but you know, with, to make it without, easier. But, but without the trip, what would he do? Without, without the car, without the car, without that reward, what would he do? He probably wouldn't make the CM. He wouldn't. Let's say he would do two daf. So oh, you're yeah, right. So on the two daf, he's lishma. Skip yeshiva. So on two daf, he's good. You're right. He, it's not because of the car. So I'll give you two daf. I'll give you five daf, whatever it is. But that masechta, to get to that masechta, what really got him to there, right? Or if it's a girl, right? She, and she wants to work on a certain mida or something like that. and Or, or you know, some goal that she put in, in her life, Right. What what motivates him or her is the reward. That's what they see in front of their eyes, and without that, they wouldn't get there. And it, and if that's true, so you're right, Israel. I'm agreeing with you that whatever they would do without that reward is really they're doing it because they understand 
you know, the purpose of it. Again, which that's where we're trying to get at the end. I don't want to, I don't want to give in the, the, the top secret yet. But, um, but if you're looking at like that big achievement that they want to get, if what's motivating that big achievement, I'm talking about things that they need to push themselves for. And obviously things that are beyond, not the things that are easy for them in becoming a better person. So, um, it's at the end of the day, they're doing it for the car, for the results. No, they're not doing it for the car. They they're only got there because of the car. Right. They only got so there because hard. of the car, but but not for the car. So he's the that, little that, kid. That's what helped them. You know, like it's. Why? It's for the car. He's the same no, kid like that, the little lollipop. It just grew. No, I Why disagree. Because when you get older, if someone doesn't want to make a CM and doesn't care about learning, and you know, mm-hmm. like he, he won't do it no matter what you No, he would do time. it. You give him a car, he would do it. Yeah, but it's. Yeah. Mm, come on, nah. it's, if uh, he very, gets listen, a lot out of it. There are those cases. There are those cases that people just literally don't care about learning, but just a little problem. Okay, for the car, I'll do it. But it's come on. I think it's very unheard of, you know, at that age. Uh, again, you know, once you get 18, 20, 22, that age, people even do do it is that they want to learn. They, they they want is it, but you know it's hard. It's it's tough. You have it's hard. You have this distractions, different stuff. So kind of you just need that thing to keep you focused on it to to help you achieve your goal. Your goal is not to get the car. Your goal is to make a CM on the masechta. That is your. You're goal. talking about a guy that will get a car at the end of the masechta. Yes. What's motivating him? What's motivating him, or mm-hmm. what is her goal? Or what's what is, motivating what's him? What's his goal? His goal what's is to finish the masechta. No, 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 he no, wants no. to finish the masechta. No, no, no. What's motivating him? What's motivating him? The car. Okay. But that's not why he's doing it. So explain to me. He's not doing it to get the car. He's doing it because he wants to make a see a masechta. Now, it's very hard for him. And with that, but he needs something to motivate him. Why? There's there's the difference between... He's motivated. Why does he need the car there? Uh, So what is the car playing the role over here? The car is giving him another focus on helping him, you know, kind of push him to achieve what he already without, wants because it's very hard. Wait, but without the car, he wouldn't get there, right? Right. So, but what that's not there? why he is doing it. So, what's motivating him? Again, there's a difference so between the, the motivation the and a goal. The goal is I want to do this. I need to get there. Now, right. there's now but there's obstacles in the way. There's right. stuff that are tough. So, right. What's going to help me overcome those obstacles? I need something to help me overcome those obstacles. Right. But the thing that I'm getting that is helping me overcome the obstacles that doesn't now turn into my goal. No, my goal is to get to point A. Now, to get to point A, there's a bunch of stones on the way and okay. walls that I need to get over. Okay. Now, when I get to those walls, eh, whatever the you know point A is very far, it's very zealot. I know I want to get there, but it's very hard. What's stopping so, you? So what's, what's going to push me to get to point A, even though that it's very hard. So obviously I need to bring in now something on the side to to give me that extra push, you know, when it's hard and when it's when I'm struggling and stuff to give me that extra push to help me get to point A. But my goal is not to get that side point. My goal is to get to point A. I just need something to help me to get there. Why do you want to finish a masakta? Because I want to finish the Masechta. What do you mean? Because it's good to learn. That's what I'm saying. Are there cases of people that just don't care about learning and they just want a car? So, okay, let's get a car. Again, yes, I'm saying car but, is something, you know, it could be. To yeah, have right. A good of course, name whatever it is. Right. To, well, to whatever whatever, the, whatever the, talks to that. To that right. Guy. It could be, it could be uh, you know, being the, uh, getting a lot of attention. It can be to be the best kid in class. It could be to, um, you know, have a a good, you know, place in in the in socially. You know, there's a lot of reasons we right, can put sure, in over here besides the car. But saying, you get the when point. it gets to that point, if someone doesn't care about learning, he's, he's gonna go. So he's gonna work. He's gonna find the job. Like it's not, it's not talking to him. You go to a yeshiva guy. He was in yeshiva. It's just, it's just going hard for him, and he has struggles, and it's not just that. So to help him get to his goal, which he wants to make a CM right. he's working right, on it. He's right. in yeshiva. He's learning. He's at, but and Malasot, it's very hard for him. So he needs something to give him that extra push. So okay, if you finish, we're gonna go to a trip to Eretz you're gonna get you a car you're gonna you know whatever talks to that guy and whatever is gonna help him to go but it's not that now he's go like he's only learning for that prize no he's learning because he wants to make a see him he wants to learn is it why he's why? struggling so, listen, so he listen. needs something to help him overcome that challenge no the ramam Shalom is not coming to make a bad name for yeshiva bachers today and say that they're doing only things no of course if a 
there's a lot of boys in Baruch Hashem that they're doing it for the Masechah. They understand the purpose. And we're going to talk about it at the end, of course. Yeah, I'm not coming to say that I'm Mitzias. But if a person, if a kid is doing it just because of he's getting something out of it, such as a car, social uh, purpose, or whatever it is, you understand that he's the same thing like the kid. Meaning, I'm not coming to say that Mitzias, that people are like that, okay? That was All not right, what I was yeah. trying to if, say. If, people are if like he's that. doing it 100%, if a person is doing just it to get the reward, to get then some yeah, reward, which is car wise, car like like a car or something similar to it, he's no different. The Brahman is saying he's no different than the than the little kid doing it for the lollipop. You're right. If he's doing it for the real purpose, and that's just like a little push. So it's not lishma. It's not for the. He's doing it a little bit for the car. That could be the reality. I'm not coming to say that. Shalom didn't come to say that Yeshiva Bochum are doing it only for a car or whoever's working today. Again, we're talking about a 22 year old boy or girl. If they're doing it in that stage, whatever talks to a 22 year old boy or girl, right? It's uh, obviously if they're doing it for the right. They're doing it, and Chas Shalom didn't come to make any bad name. But the Rambam is saying. That if he happens, what's really his real motivation is some olam haza thing, something worldly, um, uh, gashmi. So he's the same thing like the kid. I'll, uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Like if if that's the, I was just saying that you know, like today, it, you know, at that age, it usually doesn't happen. You know right. that someone is doing it purely right, right, for right. The but I'm saying, yeah, if but it in does, the in the case that the person is doing that, then yeah, he's just like the kid is doing it to get a again. Jelly you bean. need to, you need. To, uh, it's quite dangerous what you're saying. I I know that you're trying to defend the Yisrael and it's really nice. But the Ram I'm saying, if what's motivating him at the end of the day is the car. So he's not doing it for the right. for the yeah he's yeah no that, that. that for sure that I agree like if he is in fact doing it just to get the reward whatever it may be then then yes he's you know it's the same thing like the kid then you know he's not learning to learn he doesn't care about it he's just all he cares about is the car right so in the Rambam even I'll just read for him it was not car it was like nice shoes. And beautiful clothes, you know, back in the days, that would be like a good um, reward for a, for a bacher. Yeah. He's not doing it for the limud, he's doing it for that beged. And the Rambam goes on, so we'll move on. The Rambam says that he's going to grow, he's going to grow out of that. And then you're going to start giving him money, right? And after clothes, he was thought, let's say back in the days, it would be a 15-year-old, like clothes and shoes would talk to them, you know, that's back in the days. And then when he would be 20-year-old, so like probably money would talk to him. So you would give him reward of money. You'd say, listen, if you learn, you get a thousand rubles, okay? And uh, and because now he's machshiv money, right? I think money is a big one. Money is a will will motivate even, um, you know, a 25-year-old, uh, a 30-year-old. But eventually also you get over money if you have money. <laughs> I mean, some people, <laughs> some people never have. Time. Yeah, yeah. there's no, some but I'm people, saying no matter how much as, money they have, it's as a purpose. Say, no, you're you're at 100. percent The money holds a lot, yeah, but the Ramam says, different. yeah, yeah. But then the Ramam says something really scary if you think about it. So he says, okay, so after the money, which like you're right, like you said, it holds for a while. Says, um, then there's another thing, probably. Sometimes even more than money. Again, it depends on the situation. It's a whole discussion of its own. But kavod, kavod. If if I promise you, you're going to be a rab. This is a rambam. I cannot say this. He has his vision is in his mind to be a great leader, a great dayan, a great judge, a great whatever it is. People will stand in front of him. And you're going to write books and. Right? And he's doing it to get to there. Says the Rambam. He's no different than that little kid seeking the lollipop. This sounds like crazy, no? If you're if your vision is to one day I'm gonna be so big and I'm gonna get so much covered, I'm gonna be a noble person, right? So you're doing it for the covered at the end of the day. Again, a lollipop. Same kid, 
Just he's seven years old, and he's doing it because people are giving him kavod. Hey everyone, I'm interrupting this wonderful conversation to let you know about a fantastic, one-of-a-kind book that Artskol has recently published titled On the Shoulders of Giants. Rabbi Shmuel Bloom, who was involved in leadership positions in Agadis Yisrael for over five decades, takes us behind the scenes to gain a unique understanding of Da's Torah in all its glory. Rabbi Bloom met with Gedoli Yisrael at Moetz's Gedoli HaTorah and in quiet, urgent conferences. He chatted with them in cars and on Shabbos afternoons at conventions. He shares with us stories, many of them not widely known, of generations of greatness. From the Chafetz Chaim to Rev. Aaron Cutler and Reb Meisha Feinstein, from the Geir Rebbes and Reb Aaron Lane Steinman to Rev. Dun Segal and dozens and dozens more. We also meet the Jewish people's Askanim. We are amazed by first-handed stories of Mike Tress and, of course, the incomparable Reb Meisha Sher. In his years in Agoda, Rabbi Bloom also met with the highest echelons of the U.S. government, and he shares his behind-the-scenes understanding of great political events and movements. It is a book you definitely should not miss. Get a copy today at archgirl.com, Amazon, or at your local Jewish bookstore. On the Shoulders of Giants by Rabbi Shmuel Bloom. Get your copy today. I would also like to let you know that every few weeks throughout the Back to Basics program, we are going to have a Q&A with Rabbi Liel Shalom. So, if you have any questions or just want to get a little bit more clarity on any one of the episodes, send us your question to jewishfoundations at gmail.com. That is jewishfoundations at gmail.com. Every person whose question is answered on the Q&A is going to get a free copy of the fascinating book On the Shoulders of Giants. So send in your question today to jewishfoundations at gmail.com and you might be one of the lucky winners of the fascinating book On the Shoulders of Giants. And now, let's get back to the show. So right now, I know we spent a lot of this episode on like the, what all the where people got it wrong, right? Where where we go wrong about this, and how scan and we just spent a few minutes just explaining that, um, you know, even you know if you're if if you're doing it for some worldly um, reward, like we said, so you're like a kid doing it for the lollipop. Because you're not doing it for the Gemara. You're not doing it for its sake. So what is what does it mean for its sake? So we have the Rambam immediately quotes uh, the very obvious Mishnah, which caused a lot of, let's say, what's the good word? A lot of um, mess in the world. <laughs> really. I'm not making this up. Um, the, 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 the Mishnah says, don't be like a slave serving as master to get a prize. Right? And you should do it like slaves that are doing it for the master, not to get a prize. What is a prize? Prize. A prize. Unbelievable. This Mishnah, if you look in Perkeavos, caused is one of the starting points for reform, for conservatives, for, if you go back in the days, the tzadukim, the baitosim, tzadok and baitos, these are the two people it's named after tzadok and baitos. Uh, how should I say it in simple words? They went off the derech because of this. They couldn't bear this idea. And, you know, it's a lot more complex than what I'm saying, right? But it started from this point. It started, there's a lot more factors that go into it, but uh, it started from this point of they couldn't bear this idea that the Mishnah is saying they need to do something without a result. Didn't we say at the beginning of the episode that you're going to go nuts? You're going to go crazy. Yeah, Nazis yeah. did it if you uh, uh, for working without the, uh, a purpose. The, the guy shot himself in the head because he did something with, without a purpose. And yet the Mishnah comes and tells you, you should be. You don't be like the uh, doing it for the prize. You should be like a servant, ma- serving his master. Shalom and not like a bell press. Can you bear this idea? Can humans bear this idea? It would make you go insane. It's not like how could you do something for no purpose? Like even if it's someone who's not doing it to get a prize or not, he's just learning. I don't know. He just enjoys learning. Okay, so you're doing it because you enjoy it and you like it. You want to, you know, you you puts you in a good mood. So 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 you are getting something from right. it. You know right. exactly. That's that's a big 
that's a very um it's kind of a question what you're saying because even if you say that I'm learning lishma for its sake, so I'm learning and I'm having ah, this is, we know that Torah gives you tremendous joy when you learn it. So here you're you're doing it for the you're gonna you get used to that joy and you're doing it for that joy. So again, that's not we just said that you shouldn't do it for like a a joy. So some people say no, it's like a spiritual joy. I don't know, spiritual not spiritual. I'm having a good time, right? And that's still the reward. And here comes the answer. If we can catch this idea, which is extremely hard, and like I said, this is not a simple idea to grasp. Why? Because you need to do a life work. You need to work your whole life to get to that point of lishma. That's why it's not easy lishma. But me, but for years and years, I would struggle with the concept of lishma, doing it for for its sake, for the purpose. I was struggling so much because when when in yeshiva when I was uh, you know when I I was reading or a rabbis tried to explain to me lishma I really was curious I would ask my rabbi what does it mean lishma so in the earlier either I didn't understand it or it was not explained to me well enough um, probably the first one was is it I didn't I just didn't catch it you know I heard things learning Torah lishma means learning for its for the Torah I don't get that what do you mean learning from the Torah well, explain. <laughs> it's words. I don't understand that. Until I saw this Rambam. Until I saw this Rambam. This Rambam really was what gave me like the final clarity. If I thought I had clarity, this Rambam really gave me the clarity. And Put it all together. And, uh, and we're going to share it right now. Doing it for its sake, for Lishma, means you're doing it because that's the right thing to do. Simple as that. If right now I can prove to you, right? And I'm showing you. You know, you know, I don't like the word prove, but I show you. One plus one equals two, right? And um and it's logical to you, it's clear to you, right? So I don't need to work so hard to figure out. Uh, you know, what am I doing it for? That is um, not so important. <laughs> it's not so important anymore because I just figured out that this is the right thing to do. You know why? Because whatever, Hashem came to our scene. I, you know, that's what I said. It's a life work. Once you understand the MS, the truth, the purpose of this world, if you learn and you educate yourself, it's a life work of really getting clarity of your purpose in this world your relationship with Hashem and understanding everything around you, understanding the Torah, understanding what was the world designed designed for. So you get to the Nikudata Emet. You get to the to the point of truth. You get to, you understand it. You understand our game over here, right? Our purpose is to earn. Da 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 da. I need to do this and this. Okay. Once you got to that clear understanding, why do you need a result? Why do you need a result? I know it's very hard what I'm saying, but you don't need a result. You're doing it because it's the right thing. It's the only thing that it's the right thing to do. It's the MS. If it's the right thing to do, who needs a result? It's the right thing to do. Right now, if God tells you uh, right after a life work and you understand you have a relationship with Hashem, Hashem is nigla to you, and he tells you to jump three times, okay? You're going to jump three times, right? Do you find any purpose in it? I don't know what the purpose is. I don't know what the purpose is, but it's the right thing to do. Yeah, I mean, it's th- clear that's to you. The purpose. The okay, purpose yeah, Hashem won't tell you yeah, to do that. Amuna, Hashem tells you to do yeah. meaningful stuff, but meaningful again in a way. Hashem made the Torah mitzvahs to mezakas. It's not it's, the Torah and the mitzvahs. Is, uh, people also get this slightly wrong, and also I, I used to make this mistake. But if you read the Messias Hashem well. The Torah, the purpose is not to do Torah and mitzvahs. You use Torah and mitzvahs. It's the vehicle that drives you to the purpose to get close to Hashem, right? To earn, right? You use the Torah and the mitzvahs, meaning Hashem put the Torah and the mitzvahs as a vehicle to bring you to the right place. You know, that will be the best muscle that we can come up with. Yeah. As a vehicle driving you to its destination. So you know what Lishma is? Doing it for the for the right sake for 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 its sake. Well, if Torah 
is the right thing to do, I don't need to think about a result. I don't know. Hashem, whatever Hashem well, will well, do at the end. What's motivating you? you know, what's motivating me? It's the right thing to do. Like it's, I don't need anything to motivate me. Exactly. But but that's only if you truly understand, you know, about it, why it is the right thing. And Very good. Yeah. Beautiful. You said the, the, the final point. You just said it. Brilliant. That is the final point, what you said. The final point is, so where you need to invest is not trying like these people uh, making all these pictures of like a utopia and I'm going to live and I'm going to do it for that. No, you got it wrong. You're not doing it for that because it's false. That's not the purpose. That's not the purpose. Not the purpose is like you're going to have some pleasure at the end, some form of pleasure. You missed the boat. The purpose is, for, is, is something way beyond that. The purpose is to do it for the, you're doing it because it's the right thing to do. And the only way you can get to it if you have a clear understanding. So all your investment should go into getting it and understanding it. And then obviously after you understand and perform it, of course, <laughs> the, the, the result is that, that you should, I mean, the, the goal is that you should actually practice it. But as far as reward, and now when you read the Mishnah, I'll tell you, don't be like Avadim Amsham Shemesarav. Now, however, I have to give a big disclaimer, and this is the, the big joke over here. That's like the, uh, I don't know if I, the elephant in the room. The elephant in the room is, listen, by the way, there will be a result. There will be a, an incredible end, pleasure, something. Like we go to the episode of Alam Haba when we explain that the first tova is just to be there and that you're going to yeah. exist. Which kinda, and God will really take care of you. This a question I had it that sounds like it kind of contradicts what we learned at the episode of Purpose of Creation is that everything we do here is, you know, to gain for, you know, the next rule. We're on here, you know, Kaprozdor, you know, and you pass the the main thing is Olam Haba. We're just here to work. You know, everything we do is we're going to get a reward in Olam Haba. So right. isn't everything that I'm doing here is not, I'm not doing it just because it's right. To I'm earn. doing it to get, to, to earn. Exactly. I'm doing it to earn. So that know, means you're get getting something. something. Right. So now, what, what are you earning? We never spoke about what are you earning? So that in the episode of Olam, you're right. The purpose is to earn. What are you earning? So in all in the Olam Mahaba episode, we explain that the first you're earning existence. First of all, self being, and whatever that self being is going to do, that is Olam Haba. It's something that we cannot fathom. Something beyond us. But but what we what's more important than us is that you want to be there in God's presence. You want to first of all be there, better than not being, right? So, but you need to earn that being, we said in Olam Haba, in the world to come. Now, exactly how would it be designed? We we spoke about the different designs. If you're going to be your, if it's going to be yourself, the same self you recognize right now, the same self that you have now, which is your neshama, that same thing will exist there. Same, 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 same. So, so why is it different than that kid who is doing it to get a jelly bean? Oh. Was it here? I'm not. I'm not learning just for the sake of learning. I'm learning because I know in Olam Haba I'm gonna, you know, be closer to God and you know whatever. Like very good. Because then you missed the whole point. The the kid, little kid is was as people like people like us that do like one of these that belong in one of these five categories that imagine Olam Haba utopia pleasures or whatever it is. If that's what you have in mind when you're doing it, you missed the boat. What I'm saying, that's why I said, that's why I said at the beginning of the episode, it's a very practical thing and something we got to live every second of our life. And it's so hard. And it's a life work of getting to that understanding that once you have a clear understanding, so you're not going to do it for any result. It's incredible. It's crazy. You're not going to so do it for any result. The only way to get a result is to do it not in order to get a result, even though you know that you're going to get the result. Very nice. I'm impressed. <laughs> I'm impressed. It just makes it that much more complicated. Like It's not complicated at all. I mean, it is. But what I mean, it's not complicated. It's not a complicated idea to understand. It's complicated to do it. Why? Right. It's complicated to do it. Right. Why? Why? Because I'm putting it all on based, if you understand, it's the right thing to do, so you don't need a result. I'm doing it because that makes sense. That's the right thing. 
I don't so care like, about we're, a result. We're here the result, the not result. It's right, the right so thing the, to re, do. The result in Olam Haba is not like, oh, if you learn, you're going to get this amount of schuyos in Olam Haba. And if you daven, you're going to get this amount. Is no, the, it is oh, your like, earnings. Oh, no, right. Yeah, yeah but, I'm saying, but we need to look at it as it's not that we're here in the world to earn. Okay, how do we earn? Okay, let's go do ABC. No. We're here in this world to do the right thing, whatever right. it may be. Right. So that's it. We're here. We need to, we're going to do the right What's thing. What's the right thing to do? So yeah, we what's said the right thing earning, about, right. List, doing gratzan Hashem and earning, earning ourselves, and and through Torah and mitzvahs, right? That's that's the purpose. If that's the goal, so that's all a, a reward, some utopia, pleasure. I don't know. I don't need to fill in the gap. Let God take care of that. I don't know. And that's the that's the the secret over here. The secret over here, of course, is going to be a result, a, a, a reward. Of course there's a reward. You think Hashem wouldn't give you a reward for your thing? But that's not what I'm doing it for. So I always have a trick. I have a trick question. You know, I, I told you about my trick questions uh, that I that I have. We, we barely did any on these episodes. So one of the trick questions are, Israel, I'm going to do it live over here, live on this Ooh, show. Putting me on the spot. Ready? Like putting you on the spot, Israel. Are you willing to give me your Olam Haba? Like everything you worked on, your result like your reward that you're going to get on Olam Haba are you willing to give it to me because we just explained that you should do Lishma you shouldn't do it for getting a result right so you should do it Lishma so you're doing it for the right purpose right if you're doing it for the right purpose because it's the right thing to do that's Lishma if that's Lishma you mind giving me your Olam Haba like I'm, I'm really into your Olam Haba I'm sure you make this episode you make more episodes I mean this podcast you make more you're you're an incredible person I'm sure you have a lot of reward. You mind giving it? What do you care? Give it to me because you're not doing it for that, right? <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> not. It's a very huh? uh... no. I'm I'm attacking myself. By the way. I'm attacking myself. The Rambam. If you're saying lishma, oh, so come on, give me your olam haba. You mind? Let's go over to the Rambam and ask the Rambam if he minds giving us his olam haba because he's not doing it for that. Right, I I know. Well, uh, first when you look at it, it's a very tricky question. But I think you're right. Like it has nothing to do with each other. Like oh. yeah, I'll give Rebbe my olam haba, and I'll keep on learning, and I'll keep on doing everything. But it has nothing to do. With, why should I give away something they, great that I have? Like even you're not if, doing yes, it for I would, that, I would give. A, right, I know, but I have something great. Why should I give it to Rebbe? Because you don't need. You're not doing it for what that. What do you mean? I don't need. I yeah. I want. I, I want olam haba. Of course, I want. Olam. I'm but not you're not doing it for, for that. It. I know. And if if I do end up, even if I would, let's say, give Rebbe my Olam Haba, uh -huh. I would keep on learning. And I would keep on davening and doing mitzvahs and chesed. Why? Uh -huh. Because there's nothing to do with each other. I'm learning because I'm learning. Now, I have Olam Haba. Why should I give it away? I didn't, I'm not learning for the Olam Haba and I'm not going to give Rebbe the Olam Haba. It's not that I'm not giving Rebbe the Olam Haba because then like, oh, then what's the point in learning? I learned and I earned it. So, oh, and I'm just going to give it away. No, it's nothing to do. You know, someone just randomly gave me a car. Mm -hmm. Right, let's go, go back to using the car. Someone just randomly gave me a car. Happens to be, I also learn, right? Yeah. So should I give Rebbe the car? I'm not in interested in giving Rebbe the car. Why? But you're not learning for the car. What does it have to do with each other? Brilliant. Exactly. You answered it. I'm learning because I'm learning no matter if I give you Rebbe the car. You answered it. And that's the whole point of this episode. And nothing to do with each other. That's the hard thing to catch over here. To separate exactly what you said. The, the hard yeah, thing over here. It's easy to say. But it's, easy it's, to it's say. Hard the hard to, thing to yeah, practice is to. having a hard time like fully. Is to separate and say, and that's what Tzadok Ubaitos couldn't catch. That's a deeper understanding over here, what they couldn't catch. They couldn't catch. They said, <clears throat> no, it has to be tied together, the reward and the thing. And we, we, we strive to much higher than that. We say, no, this is crazy. This is crazy what we're saying over here. The, probably the craziest thing you ever heard in your life. I don't know. It's crazy, craziest thing I ever heard in yeah, my it's life. Like, hey, the more you learn, the more you daven, the more you do chesed, the more olam haba you're gonna get. Oh, and by the way, the olam haba you're gonna get has nothing to do with nothing to do the amount you learned and the amount you no. daven and the amount of chesed. You're gonna you get it, uh, of course. What? That has like, to do with Hashem. Hashem's gonna give you car oh, cars, not cars. But that's not my intention. It's so hard to do this. But I don't want to. 
You know what? That's why the the the, the funny answer will be, yeah, you can take my olam haba. Like uh, the way I would answer, it, like exactly what you said. You said the right answer, but just you can say it in a funny way. You can say, <clears throat> yeah. I don't care. I don't care about my lama. You can have it, but just like God wants me to have it. So like, whatever. Another trick to answer this question is like, even if I give you Olam Haba, I'm such an incredible person for giving my Olam Haba. Hashem is going to give me double that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but once I had a thought, so, but, but, but I don't have it any away, su- so he So he's going right. to get the double amount. I don't have any support <laughs> for this idea, this second idea. But the real idea is like the first thing you said. That is to separate between two of these ideas. Yeah, you can take my Olam Haba, I don't mind, but Hashem wants me to have it, so whatever, I'll have it, because Hashem wants me to have it, but I'm doing it because I figured out, and that's the life work over here, I figured out that it's the right thing to do. If a person is doing something because it's clear to him, the Ratzon Hashem is so clear to him, and he it makes sense to him, he got it. He got the point of this creation. He got the point of why is he living. You don't need any reward. You don't need any utopia. You don't need Ganeid and Gehenna, Mashiach, You don't need that. And whatever those things exactly mean, go to the other episode. We explained each one individually. What is it designed for? What's its purpose? It's part of this whole big master plan of Hashem in this world for us, for the Bechir and everything. And, and Olam Haza, it's a buildup for Olam Haba. It's part of the master plan, all these things. But the focus of this this episode is Lishma, doing it for the right purpose because it's the right thing to do. If you can live this way, again, we're talking about levels over here. This is a level. To live your whole life, and we know great Sadiqim that got to this level, live your whole life with so so much clarity. And clarity you don't only get from learning, sitting with books all day, you need to practice. It has to be both ways. It's machshava dibur and ma'isa. It has to be also your thoughts and and talking, right? What you're learning, but it also be it has to be an action. The asar nisyonas that Avram Avinu went through, he proved not only in his mind. Avram Avinu was a great believer, in Hashem, and it was clear to him. But that was not enough. Hashem put him through ten nisyonas, asar nisyonas, to demonstrate not only in his thought, also in his action that it's clear to him, right? He put his son on an, on an altar. He put his son on a mizbech. He almost shechted his son. That's how far Hashem was, was, was trying him to see if he's for real. And he proved he's for real. And everything he was, and once you prove he's for once it was so clear to Avram Avinu, not only in thought, also in action, it was so clear to him. He had such clarity. That's, by the way, that's Dargas and Nevoahs, is clarity. Levels of clarity. Clarity has levels upon levels upon levels upon levels upon levels where you shear off, you take off the layers, the covering of Olam, olam Haze, Olam is Loshon He'elem, of Hashem, Hashem's hiding from us. And you just get more clarity, clarity, clarity. The more clarity you have, the more you're going to do it for the, because it's the right thing, because it's clear to me. I don't know. I see the path. That's where I'm going. You don't need to convince me to go there. You don't need to promise me an, an ice cream, uh, money, covered. You don't need to promise me anything. I don't need it. Don't be like those people that are that they're doing their thing. They're finishing the masechta. They're walking the walk because there's something at the end of there. They're walking the walk because that's the right thing to do. And that's an incredible. And I will end with the like we usually try with the blessing, that we should get to as much clarity as possible in order to be more lishma. The only way we can get to really living for the right purpose and not for some reward, you know, especially a foolish reward, you know, of some pleasures, we're much better than that. What about the reward? Obviously, it has nothing to do with what, I don't know. I I don't think about it. I don't think about it. It's not important. If we can catch this point, alavai, alavai, I'll bless myself and you and all the listeners and all the clients and all the world to do things, to do the Ratzon of Hashem, our purpose in this world, for the right reason. And to, that should come through a lot of clarity. So we should zochah to a lot of clarity.
Amen. Amen. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Thank you, Rebbe. We will be back next week. So that is it for today. Hope you enjoyed. Hope you were able to learn something new. If you enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to subscribe and leave a comment. Thank you very much for listening. Have a wonderful day. We will be back next week. <laughs>